Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. We're back once again, about to begin the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, your host with the most of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. We slay what we say and our words aren't blurred because we keep it real and true while we do what we do. We're happy you've decided to tune in to Talking With T. It's October 5th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, late comedian Bernie Mac, basketball player Grant Hill, and songstress Heather Headley. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This month, there is an increased focus on bringing about awareness of this disease. Most of us know of someone or some family that has been touched by this sometimes fatal disease most often found in women. This show is dedicated to all those that are cancer patients, cancer survivors, and those that have passed due to this disease. Also to those who love and care for them. October is not only Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but it is also Domestic Violence Month. Domestic violence, which includes dating violence, is described as violent or aggressive behavior within the home, typically involving the violent abuse of a spouse or partner. The batterer uses acts of violence and a series of behaviors, including intimidation, threats, psychological abuse, and isolation to coerce and to control the other person. We will continue to bring information and awareness about cancer and domestic violence throughout the month. In addition to being Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month, it is also AIDS Awareness Month, Emotional Wellness Month, Financial Planning Month, Halloween Safety Month, National Bullying Prevention Month, National Crime Prevention Month, and actually many more. Today on the national calendar is National Stop Bullying Day. Bullying has become an epidemic that is damaging and destructive. We have to take a stand against bullying. It is also National Do Something Nice Day. And you are encouraged to do something nice not only today, but every day. Make that a habit and be intentional. On this date in history, Marian Anderson, famous contralto singer, accepted an invitation to sing at the Daughters of the American Revolution's Constitution Hall, Unsegregated War Benefit in 1942. Eddie Kendrick, musician and founder of the Motown group The Temptations, died on this date in 1992. On this day in 1867, Monroe Baker, a black businessman, was named mayor of St. Martin, Louisiana. He is believed to be the first black person to serve as mayor of a town. The theme this month is Unmask Your Fears. While you're encouraged to wear your mask to prevent the spread of COVID-19 for this month, you'll be encouraged to unmask your fears. Uncover those things that keep you from moving forward. Things that strike fear and anxiousness in our hearts and minds. Not things most commonly associated with the month of October like ghosts, goblins, and witches, but real issues that are dangerous and threatening. Today, you're asked to unmask your fear of the unknown. This fear is actually called xenophobia. Fear of the unknown can create mental blocks and prevent you from living life to the fullest and being fully focused 
in your presence. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Please make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices and doing good work while contributing to our community. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track or special guest, Denise Dean and Christina Thompson from One Knot's Legacy with all you need to know about voting. Have you ever had that one girl? You know, the one that's always been down for you. You ride or die. You know, I mean the one that never left your side. No matter what you done, put her through. I'ma tell you about mine. More nasty, baby. See my baby girl, my baby girl. Like what more can I say? With everything I put you through, and yet you still stay. It's like you're addicted, and my love is your love. But I call it like I feel it. My shawty, you've been down for me Gave me things I didn't need Without you, I'd be incomplete Like missing a part of me You might just be my everything I'm thinking about a promise right I give you all the fun of So many years, 
You're inside Talking with T. All right, listeners, as promised, here on Talking with T, one of our goals is to keep you informed. And I'm delighted today to have Denise Dean and Christina Thompson of One Knox Legacy. So first of all, I want to thank both of you for Talking with T. And I want you to share with the listeners some very important information as we approach voting season. Excellent. Happy to do it. So, um, Christina, do you want to start with some of the mechanics of voting? Well, um, again, thank you, Ms. T, for having us. Uh, I appreciate you having us uh, speak about this today. It's a very important issue. The most important thing that I do want to get out today is that we do need to do everything that we do in, in terms of voting early. And so if you're going to vote by by mail, you need to register that early, and you need to go ahead and apply to register by vote by mail early. Also, we do want to stress that you vote early during early uh, part of the election. You can vote early from uh, October 14th through the 29th at any polling place, as long as you have your either voter registration or your ID. If you wait until November 3rd, which is the actual election day, you will have to uh, vote at your in your own precinct. Let me ask you something. You mentioned about if you want to vote by mail, you need to register early. What's the deadline for that? October 27th. But you do not want to wait until the 27th to do that. You want to go ahead and go online. You can go to uh, Go Vote Tennessee and find that absentee ballot, you want to do that now. You don't do that. All right, so go vote Tennessee. Uh, Yes, go vote TN. Okay, okay. Let me add to that, T, because go vote TN is also a free app, and if you downloaded that app, you would be able to see whether you're registered, where to register, polling places, all the things that um, Ms. Christina was just talking about is in that app as well. All right, so to – Vote by mail, you actually have to register to do that. Is that separate than just registering to vote flat out? Yes, you would have to fill out a, a just a request to receive your ballot. So that's why by mail. You, do not, you don't want to wait to the 27th to send that off and then receive your ballot and then have to send that off all before the November 3rd. So that's kind of, you know, they give you that space, but we don't need to take it. You need to go ahead and do that now. Because, T, you know how things slow down a whole lot with the Postal Service right now. You know, if you wait until the 27th to even ask for an absentee ballot, I mean, you may not get it back by November 3rd to even. Right. So, listeners, we need you to do that tomorrow. If you plan to vote by mail, go to votetn.org and put in your request for that. Now, so that's a separate deadline. What's the deadline to actually register to vote if you're not a registered voter at this time? Again, you need to do that right now, but it is October 5th. Okay. So, but we, we ask that you check with your entire family and make sure that they're registered by that date. All right. All right, so now we have some of the mechanics out of the way. We know how we can request to vote by mail. We know our deadlines. We know we need to register to vote, get the family on board. Talk a little bit about why it's so critical and why it's so important, why One Knox Legacy and others are really pushing for people to get out into the polls. I I think the 
an important point for from where I sit and where we sit is this is our country, and we have mm-hmm. the power to help our country, you know, live up to its promises, you know, from long time ago. And so many of our ancestors have given their life um, for this right to vote, and it's it, it would be insulting not to use it to be to be sure. Um, but it's also, I mean, that's the way we affect change. I think right now there are a lot of folks, especially in the black community, that aren't happy with a lot of things that are going on in the country. And the way we affect change is by the vote itself. I mean, be it the social justice that has us in the streets protesting. So how do we affect, you know, who actually is leading or participating in the, our police department? You know, we're the ones who vote for sheriffs and those kinds of things. When it comes to education, we know we're in a lot of pain right now. What's happening with COVID and kids at home, a lot more of our academic ability is not getting developed or tapped into. And so we need leaders who can take care of our country in terms of making sure it's safe enough to go back to school and go back to work. And then if you talk about COVID, people who, you know, thank God can survive COVID, then they're going to have pre-existing conditions, right? And right now, the current Right. is in court trying to get rid of Obamacare, which protects us in our pre-existing conditions. And we can't let that happen. So not only do we need a president who's going to act differently, we need a Senate that's going to act differently because that's where that power is. And then when you think about our um, our elders, I mean, Social Security and Medicare are at risk. I mean, this administration was like deferring, you know, the payroll tax. That's what funds Social Security and Medicare. So we need to, you know, speak loudly about protecting the future for our elders and for ourselves. And then the last thing, look at, you know, unemployment, especially in our community. It's horrendous. And there's nothing currently being done that's going to help us really increase the number of jobs that are available and the pay that we get for doing those jobs. I mean, you have – you want to vote for someone who's going to help us get the minimum wage up to $15 an hour not this seven whatever that we've been living under for 20 years, mm-hmm. right? We need to move that We need that number. So for for health reasons, for education reasons, for our future in terms of Social Security and Medicare. Economics. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, for jobs. And I didn't even talk about housing. We know how challenging that is in the Knoxville area. You can have a voucher and have no place to use it, mm-hmm. right? And that's all because of policies that politicians and the people we vote for put in place. So this is very informative, Denise. Um, What do you say? Because I hear this and it disturbs me to my core. But people actually will say my vote doesn't matter or they believe when they cast that vote that it's not counted. I just want to say, even though there there are certain realities, especially right now, especially with this current administration, there are um, wills are turning to try to hide us and try to um, uh, not count our vote and try to not count us. We don't need to give an inch. We don't need to get so far down in our souls and in in the way we think uh, that say, oh, we don't matter. Well, if we matter to us, we have to vote. We have not not allowed them to, uh, to take us from who we are. And we matter to us, and we matter uh, to this country. And no matter what things they put in our way and and all these obstacles that they're trying to do, especially with the uh, uh, voting by mail, 
um, we cannot afford at this point to relinquish that the little power that we have. And if we yeah. decide, if we decide to to say to ourselves, well, you know what, um, I'm just not going to go because uh, you know it's not going to matter to my life. I'm just going to say that I vote, but I'm not really going to vote. It's going to matter. We have got to set a baseline of we vote no matter what. Yeah. If we give up our voting rights and give up our right to vote and say that it doesn't matter, they will take that apathy, our own apathy, and use it against us. Mm. Very well said. Very well said. Yeah. And, and if I could the importance of voting, I mean, one is, I was just doing a little bit of math, but we probably have twenty to 30,000 black adults in Knox okay. County, something like that. And in this same area, we have had votes determined by 20 people, mm-hmm. 15 people. There have been votes determined by a flip of a coin. So mm. if you think that our 20 or 30,000, you know, folks in our neighborhood can't make a difference, that's, that, that makes no sense. Of course 20,000 people can make a difference. If we all got out and voted in service to our interests and our needs, that would make a heck of a difference. And, and besides that, what is your choice? What is your other option? Not voting says you did nothing. Right. And so powerful words of influence, and I'm hoping people take heed. Those people that are on the fence, I hope they're listening carefully and helping to spread the word. And for me, I simplify to say better safe than sorry. You know, like – I'm I'm going to vote. I always have because, one, it's my right. Two, I do honor and respect those who fought for this right. But also, if there's a question of whether it counts or if it actually made it to uh, those that count up the votes, I'd mm-hmm. rather be safe than sorry, than being one of those 10, one of those 15, one that contributed to, to less than a percent that could have changed the course of the future of our community, um, changed education, changed economics, changed housing, and all of that. And so right before we close, a few last words. Tell us what, when, where, how, (laughs) what we need to do to make sure that everybody gets out. Okay. So by October uh, 5th, the first thing that you need to do is you need to check and make sure that you are registered. Even if you have voted in the past, they will uh, go through the rolls and purge anybody who hasn't voted in the recent election. So check and make sure that you are registered to vote by October the 5th. Um, okay. If you're not registered to vote and if you uh, and or are planning to vote on November 5th, make sure you know where your polling place is. By November 3rd, if you're going to vote on, on the, on, uh, election day. Uh, okay. if you are voting early, which we, we encourage the most, that is the most assured way that A, you'll be safe from COVID, safer, um, mm-hmm. and your, your stuff won't get lost in the mail. Can't mm-hmm. So that date <laughs> is, um, uh, October 14th, 14th through the 29th. 
Um, and uh, again, you can go to any polling place at that time within your uh, county. Yeah. Perfect. And the one thing I would add to that, too, the last thing is if you need any help, if you have any questions, we have a One Knox Legacy Facebook page. You can go to OneKnoxLegacy.org. Um, and this is includes like if you if you decide you want to go early voting and need a ride to the polls and you can't find anybody to take you, call us. Yes. We will make it happen. Just leave a message. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna post that information. Um, listeners, as always, you can visit talkingwitht.com to get more information from our guests and uh, that's been shared on the show. And so, Denise and Christina, thank you so very much. This, this conversation was so critical and so important. And I'm encouraging everybody once again to exercise your right, take the information shared by these ladies, and spread the word. Well, thank you. Thank so you, much T. For yes, ma'am. Let's turn our attention to today's quick bits. The most trending stories this past week was the mockery of a presidential debate and COVID-19 hitting the White House. After Trump says that his rallies caused no issues yet forgetting about Herman Cain, he, his first lady, and many others have now tested positive. We will talk more about this with P.I. Pam later in the show. We're still battling the coronavirus as we try to restore some normalcy to our everyday lives. As we do this... We must remember that the virus is still serious and can be deadly. Cam Newton is one of the latest to test positive. Joe Biden shared during the debate that one in 1,000 African Americans have died from the coronavirus. And if we don't do something soon, the numbers could rise to one in 500 by the end of the year. We still don't know the long-term effects for those that have recovered, nor do we know the complications we may face as flu season hits. Another troubling case has surfaced in the news. Louisiana troopers initially blamed Ronald Green's death on injuries from a car crash at the end of a chase in May of 2019, but an audio recording of Trooper Christopher Hollingsworth was captured last year on the microphone of his body camera. He was bragging about beating and choking Green before he, quote, all of a sudden just went limp. If the audio had not surfaced, Green's family may have never known the truth surrounding his death. This case is now under federal investigation. We also want to keep in our hearts and minds and prayers those who are suffering from the California wildfires. As they continue, it is reported that now over 4 million acres have burned. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, so today we have been talking about the importance of voting. This is our special voting edition, and as we are nearing Election Day, and we have campaign antics and such. I have on today none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, T.I. Pam. Now, Pam, I just have a couple of things I want to ask you about. You know, it's been floating around all on social media, mainstream media. Two things. First thing I want to ask you is your opinion or thoughts about the most recent debate we had between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. 
Is that what it was, a debate? <laughs> well, that's what they said on the TV screen. On the guide, it said it was a debate. It was a presidential debate, matter of fact. It was a hot mess. And it wasn't a hot even, mess. A hot mess. And it wasn't even so much. Fortune hot. Fortune hot. <laughs> he is disrespectful. He is. I, I, it's some things you just don't even have words for. He kept interrupting the moderator. The oh, it was it, it was crazy. Interrupting Biden, and they had already agreed that each person was in two minutes talking. Right. It's that, and then they was asking him questions, and he was like, he was just being smart. Elegant. I mean, it was a mess. I couldn't believe that they'd let it go on. They didn't cut his mic off and say, okay, this is it. No, no more, no more. In my opinion, he is who we've always known him to be. He stayed true to himself. I don't know that I expected anything different. Now, one thing that did catch me off guard, and I was surprised he didn't catch those hands, is when he started talking about Joe Biden's son. So I feel like some things should be off limits, some topics should be off limits. That crossed the line, in my opinion. Yeah, it did. And I was watching The View after the debate the next day, and Whoopi mm-hmm. was like, if he would have mentioned my kids, I would have turned around and said, oh, you want to talk about kids? We can talk about kids. Let's talk about your kids. She said, but Biden's not as pity as me. So, and I, I can understand when one of his sons is deceased. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, the second thing I wanted to ask you about is we got swamped on the news recently with President Trump and the First Lady and several of their camps testing positive for COVID-19. And it was ironic because they seem to have taken this whole situation, the pandemic, lightly at first. And lo and behold, Karma decided to raise her head, raise her hand, and tap somebody on the shoulder. Now, I will say that we wish anyone well. You know, we don't wish ill health on anyone. But I do find it ironic. Yeah, I do too, um, seeing that he does not want to do the next two debates, and then all of a sudden you have the COVID. I'm not saying that he isn't sick and doesn't have something. Either one thing, it's three things. Either he doesn't have it, right about it, or he does have it, he's sicker than we think he is, or he he does have it, and he's trying to get out of the debate and trying to do something with the election. The strange thing is that he flew to Walter Reed Hospital in Maryland to get treatment. And the even stranger thing is, I've never known anyone with the COVID to be able to leave their hospital room, get in a vehicle, and ride down the street and wave at people. He did that today, and it's crazy because the Secret Service that are with him, now they have to be quarantined for 14 days. And they may catch it from him, or they may not. They could die anything. That was real irresponsible. But that's just what he does. That's that's exactly what he does. He puts everybody, he knew that he had it when he left to go to the debate. He knew he had it when he went to these events. So it's it's like he doesn't care. And he does it because look how many people have lost their lives for a hoax of a disease that he said it was from the beginning. Well, I know it's not the end of it. You know, I don't know what's going to happen now as far as campaigning and 
future debates and all of that, but we definitely will stay tuned and bring that information and our intake to the listeners. So, Pam, that's going to have to be it for this bit. And, you know, I can't wait to talk to you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com, share some stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its troubles. It empties today of its strength. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.